well today, um, creating a lot of a national attention here. Of course, as we come off of that House subcommittee meeting that happened yesterday, that hearing really unveiling what happened during the January 6th Capitol attacks there. Um, some railing um, testimony there from Capitol Police as well as Metro Police as uh, they were giving their testimony during the hearing. So joining us right now, uh, Great Television's White House correspondent John Decker joins us live here this morning on Local News Live to talk more and really unpack what happened uh, during that hearing. Thanks for joining us, John. Good morning. I'll let you take at it and uh, give us the update on, on kind of what unfolded during that hearing yesterday. Absolutely, Jessica. It was three hours. This was the initial public hearing for this select committee. We heard from four law enforcement officers, uh, two Capitol Police officers, two members of the Metropolitan Police Department here in Washington, D.C., and they were recounting minute by minute what was happening to them personally uh, six months ago on January 6th during that Capitol riot. And uh, for them, uh, there were injuries, physical injuries, but there were also emotional injuries that clearly uh, many of them suffer from six months later. That, I think, had a, a real visceral uh, effect on so many individuals who were in the room, not only uh, the members of this panel, the members of the select committee, Jessica, but also uh, members of the public and also media that were in the room yesterday. Yeah, and so we heard some of those horrific details and really members there uh, giving their testimony. I remember at one time, John, um, one, of, one of, I believe it was a Capitol Police officer, really like slamming his fist on the desk as he was giving his testimony. And so those details really um, grueling for some people to hear. The individual that you're referring to is, is a, a member of the Metropolitan Police Department. He used to be a Capitol uh, police, police officer. And the reason why he slammed his his hand on the desk is out of frustration. He's frustrated that uh, their uh, stories uh, that they've recounted publicly are essentially, according to this uh, member of law enforcement, being ignored by some members of Congress. They're downplaying what happened on January 6th. You've seen the video yourself, Jessica. Uh, I, I certainly being here in Washington and experiencing that, uh, recall what happened on uh, January 6th. It's remarkable that this happened uh, at all. When you look at the video, it's remarkable that uh, the, the, the Capitol um, was entered in the fashion it was entered on January 6th. And, and for that officer in particular, very frustrated that uh, members of, of Congress on the Republican side are, are ignoring uh, what, what took place and, and looking to, to them to make certain that nothing like this ever happens again. Yeah, and so two, two, really two layers here that stick out in my mind right now, and some never seen before video that was shown yesterday during that hearing, um, sparking, of course, a lot of national attention. And then also um, coming off of that hearing, what, what really are we hearing from GOP congressional leaders here this morning there on Capitol Hill? There was a press conference that took place before this uh, public hearing took place yesterday that uh, was led by the leadership of, for Republicans in the House of Representatives. They spoke about how this is a partisan panel. Uh, yesterday, we didn't really hear any partisanship. All we heard over the course of three hours were the firsthand accounts from these uh, uh, law enforcement officers. But what we can expect over the next few months uh, in additional public hearings that will take place before the select committee is likely testimony coming from the other side of uh, Pennsylvania Avenue at the White House. What was happening minute by minute at the White House in terms of conversations, in terms of phone calls uh, happening at the White House while this insurrection was taking place at the Capitol? 
For that, Jessica, we are likely to see subpoenas being uh, issued to former members of uh, the Trump administration, including the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And the chairman of the committee, Jessica, his name is Benny Thompson. Mm -hmm. He's a Democrat from Mississippi. He indicated he may even subpoena former President Trump himself to testify before this committee. So we'll just have to see how this all plays out over the months ahead. So you, do you see this uh, lasting possibly into next year? I don't. I think that I see this uh, wrapping itself up by the, the year's end. The reason being is simply politics. Uh, as we get into the new year in 2022, uh, the focus is going to turn to the midterm elections. And I, I think that members of both parties want to have this select committee wrap up uh, their work by the end of this year. Yeah, it makes sense there. And really, John, I want to ask you for um, just for the nation, for residents across America, what should they take away from what happened yesterday? Well, what they should take away is that, you know, there are uh, law enforcement officials who were protecting the Capitol on January 6th, protecting not only the building itself, but the occupants of the building, uh, the members of Congress, Democrats, Republicans, independents, and 140 members of law enforcement, when you take into account uh, the Capitol Police and the Metropolitan Police Department, 140 members were physically injured uh, on that day. Many people don't realize that this was uh, no walk in the park. This was no ordinary day for those law enforcement officials. And uh, I can tell you, I'm so pleased to see all of this, the security that surrounds the Capitol complex uh, coming down. It's, it's now, uh, not present anymore. But yesterday, interestingly enough, uh, I was at the White House and there was a lot of security around the White House. And I think the reason for that was because of this testimony that was given uh, before this select committee yesterday. Yes, definitely. Okay, so I kind of want to shift gears. I kind of want to go behind the scenes. You know, a lot of our viewers, we get the information, we get the facts, but from a reporter standpoint, uh, wh what was it like kind of covering this, John? Well, uh, for me, it brings it all back to what happened six months ago. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we move on to the next story. We, we talk about the next piece of legislation that's being debated on Capitol Hill. But we can't forget that this happened this year. It happened just six months ago. Uh, and it's something that hasn't happened, uh, an event like this, since 1812. I mean, it's been a while since the Capitol was breached in the way it was breached and that violence that took place at the Capitol uh, hasn't been seen for uh, close to uh, 200 plus years. And so I think that that is the big takeaway for me. I think it should be the big takeaway for members of Congress as well. Uh, it's their house. It's the people's house. And we, we should never see something like that happen ever again. All right, so we've covered uh, several different topics here this morning, all related to that, of course, uh, layering through what happened yesterday during the hearing. But is there anything that we're really missing that really was highlighted yesterday that you can share with us? One of the highlights, uh, actually for me, I say highlights, meaning it stuck out at me, not because it was um, something to, um, to, to crow about, uh, was the testimony from one of the officers uh, talking about the racial component that happened on January 6th. This is a black officer. Racial epithets were aimed at him and other black officers on January 6th. Uh, that's an element to this story that I had not heard before. And it's clearly very painful for him. It's painful for those other officers who are uh, you know, giving their lives, so to speak, 
protecting members of Congress, regardless of their party affiliation. And uh, they're wearing the uniform. Uh, and, you know, these are law enforcement officers. And uh, clearly, it, it was a, a very painful moment for them, a very painful moment for other officers as well. And that was uh, one of those elements, Jessica, that, that I was not aware of until yesterday's testimony. Yeah, and so speaking of that, you know, um, statistics show really like when victims share their story, when they're able to speak out about it, tell what happened, um, they have some sense of relief, uh, re you know, related to any type of issue. So did you feel any type of sense of relief from those um, law enforcement officers who were giving their testimony yesterday after they finished? Uh, to a certain extent, yes. They've testified before. Uh, they've testified before the House and before the Senate. Uh, this uh, was in greater detail. This focused, focused exclusively on what they experienced six months ago. And I think it's cathartic in some way for them, Jessica, to share what they experienced and let the public know. Uh, after all, this was covered by all three cable channels, Fox, MSNBC, and CNN, in real time over the course of those three hours. And for them, I think that that's important. It's important for them to get their story out there. Yeah, because those horrific details that we were, you know, hearing yesterday just unfolding during that hearing really paints a picture and shows the human side to what happened. Because like you said, we've all seen the video most likely. And um, it just kind of reiterates that um, those law enforcement officers are people hearing that testimony. Absolutely. And so what we can expect in the months ahead is, as I mentioned, uh, some individuals perhaps who served in the Trump White House uh, testifying. That is, if Benny Thompson follows through with that uh, pledge to subpoena those individuals. And interestingly enough, this happened yesterday. The Justice Department indicated that it will not permit those former uh, administration officials, those former Trump administration officials, to invoke executive privilege uh, in not disclosing what was happening at the White House on January 6th. Uh, that, to me, uh, was pretty remarkable. And it will likely, if all of this comes to, uh, to fruition, lead to another element of the story that perhaps we've not heard before. Okay, well, thank you, John, uh, for joining us here live this morning. Just to really unpack this, we do appreciate your time.